Welcome to Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Faith. Hey! So, Faith. Yes? Are you ready to be a real big man? Um, yes. Okay. Well, My whole ta- life. <laughs> we, we, we were talking about big man. Big man. Yeah. Um, is he is not, he a big is he a big man? Well, he is a man, and some would say he isn't small. I don't know if he's big, but uh, sweet. What do you think big man looks like? Is he a big man? Surprisingly, not that big of a man. Dang! <laughs> There's so many like big men and women in the Marvel universe. He's not that big. Okay, fine. Is he bigger than average? Not really. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this is what it looks like. Okay, let me. Oh, th- oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I like his suit. Suit. <laughs> yeah, he has like a green, green suit, purple thing. Green he has a suit, mask, suit. A mask and a hat. Oh, thing. I see. I see where the name Big Man. He's a big man in crime, I guess. Yeah, sure. I would have preferred if he called himself Big Boy. But, you know, Big that's... Boy. <laughs> so. Please. Please, Marvel, make, make a character named Big Boy. <laughs> With well, the B-O-I spelling. So, um, his name is Frederick F- uh, Falswell. His occupation is reporter and criminal uh, and professional criminal. Uh, yep. Uh, his identity is publicly known. Uh, he has a criminal record in the United States. His other alias is Patch, which is also the alias for Wolverine, whatever he was uh, pretending to be not Wolverine in Madripoor. <laughs> he gave himself an eye patch. And called himself Patch. I love it. That's so funny. Because <laughs> what does he like shave his whole body? Because no, like, no, what? he's still a five three, five it's three, like, like barrel of muscles, a feral man, uh, like covered he, in hair. But yeah, he. Wow. Uh, his place of birth is Queens, New York City. Uh, his place eh. of death was Manhattan, New York City, so he just went over a borough. <laughs> uh, he just went over a bridge. <laughs> uh, he uh, He's married, so um, I'm sorry. Uh, ladies and men, uh, clamor down. Yeah. He, he has a daughter who is now dead called Janice. Oh. Um, his group affiliation, the Daily Bugle. Um, and he first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 10. And I want you to look at this cover. Okay, let me get there. Um, I'm sending it to you. So this is what we talked about before. Uh, but this is uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 10. It was released in... Ish- it was released in uh, March 1964. And it's called <laughs> The Enforcers! And it's a pretty great cover. It's just like, it just looks like Spider-Man just like lazily hanging down and just being like, 
hey, what's up? Look, what, what, you need a hand? <laughs> and the enforcers are just kind of standing there being like, I'm vaguely threatening. <laughs> like the guy in the back with the lasso and the hat that kind of looks like it's too small for his head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> his Sorry. name is Montana. Oh, God, no! Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry, I just... I'll I, I give you one guess what his singular skill is. Using that dang old lasso? Is he gonna yep. lasso some cattle? He does, or... rope, he does rope stuff. He's gonna it, wrangle that dang old wily Spider-Man. And Fancy Dan, who's a small dude there, <laughs> um, he does kung fu. What the fuck? An ox is a a big dumb brute. Original. Also, also, in this issue, learn why J. Jonah Jameson really hates Spider-Man. Why? Is it because his son turned into a werewolf that one time? Because he went to the moon? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hey, stop punching my son. It's just like, he's a werewolf and he's trying he's to a, eat me. He's just a stop punching my werewolf. son. He's a werewolf from the moon. He's not just a normal werewolf, which well, do I assume exist in the Marvel universe? I mean, there's tons of werewolves. There, there are right now. Right now, uh, good old uh, double. Uh, well, well, actually, triple J. It's still triple J. Uh, well, double J, I should say. Uh, but old double J is actually uh, being mind controlled by Carnage and has a Carnage symbiote. Part of the corner oh. symbiote on him. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. In werewolf form as well. Okay, so. Uh, numerous. Well, sorry, wait, wait, I forgot to say this. Uh, his final appearance as Big Man was in Amazing Spider-Man number 10. So he's stopped being Big Man. Oh, okay. In the same issue. But as Falswell, it was, uh... Amazing Spider num- number fifty-two. Um, a numerous criminal organization exists in the in New York City, but for years, no single one of them was able to challenge the Amagia dominant East Coast of the East Coast organized crime. Uh, Frederick Froswell, a reporter for the Daily Bugle, secretly led a criminal career and was determined to organize under. Determined to organize under his leadership the New York area criminal gangs. That was not part of the Magia. He created for himself a secret masked identity of the big man and uses, used a padded costume along with other means to make himself look, uh, look bigger and otherwise disguise his true identity. Um, <laughs> he just put on a muscle suit. He just, oh my gosh. I half expected him just to like put on like really long pants and then still. <laughs> well, that's yeah, still no, man's thing. Yeah, no, these are my thing. real legs. That's still man's thing. You can't take it. No, stilt man. The song Leg Day, that's all about stilt man. So, big man can't get that. Well, he can't get up to 290 feet tall. Um, he's not, I mean, he's definitely two long legs, you know. To put on the cover of Vogue, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> the, cover, the cover, the cover, the cover of Vogue is at most a foot. 
Yeah, two hundred. That's too many feats. <laughs> so employing the original three enforcers as his principal henchmen, he quickly seized control of some of the non-Magia crime gangs. And then he directed a massive crime wave in the city. The phenomenon, uh, the phenomenal success, which led to more gangs like going into his new crime syndicate. Spider-Man clashed with both Big Man and the Enforcers, all of whom got away. Subsequently, Spider-Man fought and defeated Big Man and the Enforcers and many other crime associates of the Big Man uh, at the Big Man's headquarters. Uh, the Big Man. I hate that I have to say big man so many times. It's just like it's like a it's like a like a like a two year old of a three year old and I'm just describing a person I don't know the name of. It's a big man. <laughs> he was a big man. The big just man call him, just call him big boy. <laughs> the big boy. Now the I'm talking big... about now I'm talking about the toddler talking about big man. <laughs> <laughs> big boy. <laughs> the the big man escaped, but the uh, but the police alerted by Spider Man took the other criminals into custody. Foswell himself was pub- uh, was arrested for a short time by the police, short time after, by the police, who knew that he was the big man. <laughs> They're like, we all know. It's really obvious. <laughs> like, you called us and our caller ID came up, like, with your name. <laughs> well, this was, I mean, this was also, like, New York City in the 60s. Like, you probably had them on the payroll. Yeah. So... Yeah, it says right here, like, you signed your name as Falwell <laughs> when you showed up last time. He's like, God damn it, every time. So, Falwell went to prison, but was released a surprisingly short time afterwards. It was speculated that his conviction was overturned on a technicality. Falwell did not intend to assume his a criminal career, and the Daily Bugle publisher, Triple J, decided to rehire him as a reporter. Uh, Foswell uh, remained deeply grateful for Jameson for his second chance. Jameson assigned Foswell to report uh, on New York crime, to absorb to observe crime criminal activities unsuspected. He designed himself a secret identity uh, of the underworld cr- uh, figure, Patch. For the the Beagle, Foswell investigated Crime Master, a criminal mastermind. Oh, wow, I did get that from the name. Uh, Attempted to gain control of New York City gangs, like Foswell himself had done. Uh, Foswell aided the police in capturing him. Foswell remained honest for quite some time, but then then Spider-Man vanished from New York City. Uh, Oh. Oh, Well, this is like when he decided to be Spider-Man no more. Like the the infamous fifty issue fifty. Fallo the- was probably like pretty excited about this. Like, like him and his friends were getting beaten up by a teenager every other weekend. <laughs> With a man who upset his criminal career seemingly gone, he decided to try to take control of the, uh, the rackets one more time. Uh, the overconfident Falwell uh, met with Wilson Fisk, the kingpin. Oh no! Um, that's no. <laughs> Who was planning to take in, who who he himself was planning to take over the non magia crime organizations? Uh, he arrogantly told Fisk that he Foswell was planning to take over the rackets and offered Fisk a position as one of his lieutenants. 
Oh, you don't do that, boy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> nope. Fisk was infuriated. Understandably. And had Foswell taken a prisoner. Afterwards, in New York, gang leaders outside of the Magia agreed to accept Kingpin as their overall leader. Uh, just before the vol- vote, however, Peter Parker resumed his career as Spider-Man. Uh, then Fisk released Foswell, invited him to join his organization. Yes. Accept- <laughs> Do you want to come over to my house? Uh, we won't lock you in the basement again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to put you in a trash can that locked the lid, uh, <laughs> and occasionally threw in like a Big Mac. <laughs> I promise we won't do it again. <laughs> so he assigned Foswell as a, as a uh, as a test of loyalty to abduct uh, uh, Triple J, who was publishing editorial against the Kingpin's criminal activities. <gasps> Jamison. Jamison was made prisoner and brought before the kingpin who revealed who revealed him who revealed to him that Foswell turned criminal thus Fisk intended to ensure that Foswell would not turn aside from his resumed criminal ways these sentences are written super weird yeah uh then, then like Kingpin captured Spider Man, and he had both Spider Man and Triple J, and a, uh, and like a death trap. Spider Man saved the lives of both himself and Jameson, but Kingpin, not knowing of their survival, informed Foswell that they were dead. Foswell, who still felt grateful for Jameson, uh, was shocked and told Kingpin that he objected to to the murder, believing that Foswell might betray him. Uh, he. He see uh, well Kingpin uh, sees Foswell only to be interrupted by Spider Man, and then Spider Man and Kingpin like they they punch each other for a while, and then and then Fo- and then and then Foswell like procured a gun and found Jameson who was being pursued by some of Kingpin's gunmen. He decided to hold back the gunmen to protect Jameson and was fatally shot himself. Uh, <gasps> was- so Spider Man like kind of rushed to the scene. Overcame the gunman, and then, but then Foswell died. No, uh, the big boy. So he, so Jameson was moved by Foswell's uh, self-sacrifice and memorialized him in the Daily Bugle as a hero. Uh, then later, Foswell's daughter Janet blamed her father's imprisonment and the rest of the chain of events of his death on Spider-Man. Of and course, then, of course. While at a private school in Europe, she met and fell in love with a young man named Nick Lewis Jr., who was the son of the deceased crime master. <laughs> um, so Lewis became the second crime master, and Janice Falwell, using a padded suit to conceal her sex, became the second big man to take oh. control, uh, to take revenge on Spider-Man. Um, but then, like, they they got beat, and the second crime master was like was shot. Was shot the second uh sec shot the second big man, because like they because like the warm the guy that she loved was not like oh look there's a big guy bam. <laughs> oh God. Uh. So Janice also died. So wait, we got a we got a surprise second one. 
in here. A second dead character. We got a both dead combo. Wow. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I totally thought Kingpin was going to kill him, like, when he was like, yo, I'll let you have a position in my criminal, like, empire. Like, I legit thought he was just going to murder him then and there. But this is the 1980s, so I guess. Or 1960s, excuse me. So I guess, like... Well, no, no, it would have been... Well, it would have been 60s, yeah. So I guess, like, Kingpin just straight up murdering people on screen was not really a thing yet. Yeah, so, um, as big man, because we don't care about him, I actually care more about him as far as well, but he's 5'10", as far as well, as big man, he's 6'1". So really not even that tall? No. Like, I mean, he's tall, but, like, not that tall? Um, he weighs one eighty-five. Uh, blue hair, blue eyes, gray hair. Uh, he did no regular exercise. He carried guns, and he wore a padded suit. That's he, it. He died saving Jonah Jonathan. The old Triple J. The Triple J. And um. So, we have, we have a question for you now. Are they still dead? Is he still dead? I'm guessing so. Yeah, he's still dead. Okay. <laughs> I was like, there's been a couple of, like, universe resets. I don't know. Okay, he is still dead. I figured. He actually had quite, like, a decent run for, like, a minor villain well no like he like he he well, kinda, vil- he, he died legitim- he like legitimately died like a hero yeah and which which i like you know it's pretty good yeah it was actually a complicated character yeah. and, like he had more he was in less issues and had more substance than the beyonder <laughs> oh he appeared as like a uh as like a flashback, basically for I mean, oh. as like a clone, quote unquote, in uh, the clone conspiracy. Oh, of uh, course. Story that happened in 2016. Yeah. Oh, I called it 2016. Yes. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, he's still dead, but yeah, he was. But, like, they brought back a lot of, quote-unquote, dead characters, basically for them to just, like, melt into a puddle. Oh. So, oh. so yeah. You know, wow, big man, the big boy, actually ended up being, like, a pretty interesting character. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird how, like, if you consistently write a, char- write a, a character to be, like, consistent and, like, you know, actually you know make, show growth. Actually give them a good arc. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think we're pretty much done, so, let's do your plugs. Alright, you should totally go read my comic, it's called Grace's Wings, at graceswings.com. There's horror, there's fantasy, it's in an urban setting, uh, uh, it gets a little buck wild there, there's... We are nine chapters in, but it's actually like a pretty quick read, like most comics. So you should definitely go check it out. 
So, uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in similar detail. I also have a podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited Marvel series, mostly with, and, uh, but always with my friend Rob. Um, so, this has been Alphabet Flight, and please listen to Prince Namor, and don't toot that horn. Bye! Bye! Bye.